0: win some money along the way. So be sure to subscribe
1: to the Ring of Gambling feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Peter, Edwards. <laughs> the major state. Oh my goodness!
2: It's professional wrestling. K- K-
0: I percent in the first. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Ma mut, Ma 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 It was repot. It was
2: repot. It's professional professional. wrestling. Wrestling.
0: Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat, is back on this. Wow. Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. I am joining you from New York City, your forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, and joining me from Philadelphia, the home of WrestleMania 40. Is the physically large, S G G?
2: Oh yeah, and I'm war ready. P, we're gonna talk about it, but big announcement from Monday Night's Raw last night. Oh, you're wearing your War Games uniform. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know the little camouflage and all of that. I'm so war this,
0: ready. You, you wow, you went with the whole theme. Now That's that we right. do, now that it does appear that we know what the uh, War Games match will be, which I have mixed feelings about. We'll we'll, we'll get to it in a second because there's. I think exciting stuff. And then also I, I, I some things I want to lament as well. Um, but welcome to the program. SUG, what's going on?
2: Not much, P. I know we were talking a little bit about uh, the Iron Claw before before we officially hit record on this thing. I, I'm excited about that. I know our listeners are probably excited about that. Um, for those of you who have been living under a rock, it's the upcoming... I'm going to say biopic. I know biopic is is making a resurgence, so, but I'm going to go biopic about the, the Von Erich family um, starring Zac Efron, uh, Jeremy Allen from The Bear and Shameless, my guy Lip Gallagher, um, coming over the Christmas holiday. Yeah, that movie's been getting a lot of buzz <laughs> lately. There's a lot of people, I don't know about you, but there's a lot of people who aren't wrestling fans that I know... Who seem to be aware of and interested in the movie that's that's coming out?
0: Yeah, I I I would imagine so. It's gonna be, it's gonna be uh, really. I'm, i mean, I'm thrilled to see the story get told. Okay, right. I'm 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 also gonna I guess hold it to a high standard. I mean, this was this was forever sort of the, you know, I have a lot of. I have a lot of projects that I like dream about doing. I'm like, oh, I'd love to work on this. I'd love to work on that. And one thing that I was very hyped on for a long time was trying to like executive produce and pull together a Von Erichs series. And everyone I mentioned it to when I would like kind of give them the pitch on it, would be like, yo, that sounds crazy. And then one day dip told me, hey, A24 is doing it. They're doing the story. Um. So I, I'm going to be watching it, I'm not going to lie, through probably somewhat harsh, a harsh lens. Listen, like the series I,
2: is still on the table, especially if A24 gets the buzz up for uh, with the movie, like people get interested to see more in depth von eric stuff a series i mean yeah i can't imagine at that
0: point though i'd be the only one having this stuff. like when i when i was bringing this up to people it <laughs> sounded really novel they were like whoa that hasn't happened wow and my description of it was like now in, yeah you're right it, it could be uh this could help lead to that potentially my guess is i'm never going to do that and i just need to enjoy this movie but that being said i just hope they do it justice it's such a tremendous story um and it's got so many layers to it and then also you know people like us who are really into wrestling are going to view it from a different lens than other people who you're just hoping you can I mean listen I'm guessing they would hope this movie will go beyond wrestling fans I mean I hope you I guess you assume you want every sort of hardcore wrestling fan to go see this movie and then you also hope you gain you get other people and i think if you've never been told this story you'll probably view it from a different standpoint than those of us who know the story pretty well
2: yeah yeah and i'm i'm curious to see how the people from the different walks of life view this story and 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 how it how it plays out cuz we know the ending too man we know the ending so you know just to see them walk, walk us through their entire lives and then the story and then get to that ending and just to see what people walk away with as like why that had to happen and why things played out that way is going to be interesting to have that conversation sparked up again.
0: But yeah, there's a screening uh, that we were talking about seeing next week and I was just saying to SGG at the same time, screenings are cool. Sometimes it's fun to just wait and, and, and take it in when everyone sees it. So we'll let you know if we do go see it next week, and we will not spoil it. But between us and the Mass Man show and the other shows here, I'm guessing uh, uh, several people will have weighed in on their thoughts on this, uh, on this movie. But I've heard good things. I'm stoked to see it. SUG, anything else going on outside the ring when it comes to the pro wrestling of it all?
2: Well, I mean, it hasn't gone on outside the ring yet, but this ties into Crown Jewel. Logan Paul won the United States championship and as you predicted I'm I'm expecting that title to go on tour everywhere I mean the podcasts the media appearances the red carpets the social media all of the Logan Paul things the United States championship is about to be on a world tour like it's like it's never seen before
0: Yeah that's that's not surprising and I see a headline here in our trusty uh, document that the uh, the good people at the Ringer, uh, like Brian Waters, sends over. I, su- I see this. Logan Paul expects to appear more on television. That is <laughs> yeah. what he has said. He spoke to ESPN. I think I have to. I think I have to show up more. You're going to have to watch Raw. You're going to have to watch SmackDown. I'm going to make some surprise appearances and show these wrestlers who is the real king?
2: I mean, that's nice of him, right? Because I'm sure the last thing people want, um, especially with the U.S. title being being on SmackDown, is both singles titles on SmackDown gone for extended periods. Uh, the SmackDown tag titles are being shared with Raw, so you got to split custody with that. And then it's just EO pulling duty for all the champions <laughs> on SmackDown. So it, it's, it's nice of Logan Paul to say he's going to show up with the U.S. championship uh, for the blue brand.
0: Yeah, it's not not surprising, of course, that we'll get more Logan Paul on TV with the title. Yeah, you, you would think that would be the case. Um, Bully Ray says, Ilya Dragunov makes everything believable. Listen, he ain't wrong. He
2: ain't wrong. You and Dip. Last week, um, talked about, you know, must-see WWE matches. And the name Ilya Dragunov didn't didn't leave either one of you guys' lips. And I thought that
0: was was kind of crazy. Well, dude, we mentioned, like, two matches. You did. You did. But, I mean, (laughs) Ilya has been. Dip was like, do you remember any? And, you know, I'm not good at remembering off the top of my head the (laughs) second I'm asked that. But. Uh, yeah, in thinking about it afterwards, there were a lot, and Ilya would certainly be in the the conversation of having a match or two in that category.
2: Ilya throws up so many contenders in that match, and yeah, they're all they're all they're psychotic. It's like he do, he does he has these matches, and then the bell rings, and whether his hand is raised or not, you're just like, how how's anyone standing? Why aren't there there are stretchers? <laughs> I mean, Ilya Ilya brings it, man. He really does.
0: Now Ilya is a super compelling uh wrestler. His in-ring is just super interesting. Um and speaking of NXT, uh the Creed brothers and Ivy Nile have been signed to Raw. Oh well, yeah. They made their debut last week.
2: Last night they made it official and I pulled down another win over over another um, strong tag team DIY former NXT tag team champions um, also suffered a loss to the Creed brothers
0: there was a number one contender match um, I'm a little confused we, we, there were two things that happened yesterday to create contenders <laughs> SUG uh-huh. neither of which made that much sense, sense to me they had a intercontinental uh, uh, contenders match that led to The Miz becoming the number one contender. Which already seemed like what was going to happen a week ago without that match. Almost didn't even seem necessary at this point. It almost seems like reversed order. Like he would have won that match, then cut the promo that he cut last week. Then they had a yeah. women's fatal five way. With a whole bunch of women against Rhea that Rhea eventually just won, which we all knew was going to happen, Mm -hmm. followed it up with a battle royal, which was a lot of fun on TV, but it essentially came down to all the women in the Fatal Five way. (laughs) And then one of them wins that match. And now you have Zoe Stark as the number one contender. When SUG, it just seems like, they could have had Rhea at ringside and had the fatal five way to name the number one contender for survivor series. I guess in principle, they just wanted to have more title matches on the PLE. So that's what they did. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Both kind of felt like ground we'd covered in the last week.
2: Or at least it's been foreshadowed, right? They, they What they like to say in wrestling, they telegraphed it all. They telegraphed The Miz and Gunther. They telegraphed one of these women in the five way going to get that one-on-one opportunity against Rhea. Um, at, at least, though, with Miz and with uh, Zoe Stark, these are fresh matchups for these titles that they're going on to, to compete for.
0: Yeah, that is true. Um, is there any chance that either one leads to a title change? Because... The, on the surface, uh huh, it feels like a no. No, it does. It, it
2: definitely feels like a no. Although, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> between the two of them, I could see the Miz walking out as your new Intercontinental Champion, if for no other reason than, you know, a a good Gun- Gunther's been on a hell of a run, right? I saw a stat that he spent 78% of his time in WWE as champion. Record setting, and that record set in stone, right? The the UK championship is gone. So he has the longest reign with that. um, And now he has the longest reign with the Intercontinental Championship. And that percentage only goes up every day he has it, right? So it's probably going to hit like 80% soon. But if you got to end it, might as well make history again and let The Miz be a, a record-tying nine-time Intercontinental champion. Um, he's going to hold that record with Chris Jericho, but if if you're going to break it, you might as well do it in big fashion. I know we want Gunther to drop the title to somebody who the, the title can make the man, but if there's anybody else who's in the position of the man making the title, it's The Miz, so...
0: I mean, maybe there's a version, maybe there's a version of, I guess I'm trying to think of how this could work. Is there a version in which something interesting happens and the title gets on the Miz and it's really just a way to get the title off of Gunther more than anything else? Because you're not looking for Gunther to take some big loss in moving on from the Intercontinental Championship you basically want him to come away unscathed and ready to be in the world and universal title picture. Yeah. It's not like, like, I don't think what you're looking for here is, is some newcomer to come along and find a way to just beat Gunther. I think that's still Gunther. That's who he is. (laughs) Right. So it's almost like you just want to get this thing off of him, maybe to let him move on to what's next So maybe there's a world in which, I don't know, Ciampa comes back to be involved with The Miz. You know, something happens, and they get the title off of Gunther with underhanded means. Although, these days, we're looking like babyface Miz.
2: I don't think you're that far off, right? Because as we saw last night, Miz wins. Miz is going on to get Gunther, and where's Gunther's? cohorts, what are they doing on Monday? Gunther's watching the Intercontinental Championship match. Woo-hoo- Ludwig Kaiser's
1: Kaisen.
2: interfered in the DIY match. And we know these are all little seeds for the big thing to come later. So, like you said, Tommaso Ciampa has that history with The Miz. They now have a common enemy whether they realize it or not. And I don't think you're that far off, P. I think it's only a matter of time before we see Woo-hoo- Tommaso Kaisen. Ciampa, uh, Johnny Gargano, and The Miz come together to face Imperium. Now, does that mean that that's going to lead to Gunther dropping the title? I don't know, but I don't, think, I don't think you're far off base with that at all.
0: And that sort of brings us, that, that's maybe a good way of getting to the Survivor Series War Games match, which we saw at the end of Raw and followed by the announcement that it's going to be a big sort of baby face raw baby faces versus the judgment day survivor series war games match which is a great it's in some ways using survivor series the way you're supposed to a big bunch of baby faces who all sort of have a common enemy coming together in a match against judgment day boom i'm all for that now I would hope, though, with the amount of other sort of factions we have around right now, SGG, right. that this would be a year where you absolutely can do a traditional Survivor Series match in addition to the War Games match. Because as cool as the War Games match is, it doesn't really scratch my itch for a Survivor Series match. No. It doesn't feel the same at all to me. So are there enough other things going on? Like you just mentioned Imperium. And obviously we still have the bloodline. Yeah. Are there enough other things going on that maybe we get a Survivor Series match and a War Games match? Look, Damage Control just
2: got a fourth member, right? Do they force a women's War Game match? Or do they just say Let's, Damage Control has a fourth member, Damage Control's going crazy? Uh, and I don't know if Kyrie is a fourth member of Damage Control, but I mean... But she she's certainly at least, could be. She's at least in line with EO. Like, those two are on the same page, whether Bailey knows what's going on or not. So there's definitely four of them. Bianca, gotta get her lick back still. Can she find three allies to go against uh, Damage Control and Kyrie? Sane in a traditional Survivor Series match? Let the women hold down the marquee traditional Survivor Series match while the, the women of SmackDown, while the men on Raw hold down the War Games match. Because I'm with you. We cannot just forego. The Survivor Series can't just become a name.
0: but It has, it has it, it, to it, be it, a part of the festivities. And we, we saw, though, it's been a while.
2: Let's yeah, see. it has. It ha- but it, it cannot continue like that is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I don't want it to. I really don't want it to, but let's see. I know we talked about this. The last Survivor Series match was in twenty one. Right. In in twenty two. So it's only been one year with no Survivor Series match.
2: Which I, I mean, okay, I get it that they want to establish war games as as a as being a part of the big the big four shows on the main stage. But now we now we need our baby back, man. We need
0: Survivor Series as well. And last time they did it in twenty one, it was Team Raws and Team Smackdowns. In this, Which I specific, thought they were going to do again. In this specific case, though, you really wouldn't need to do that. No, you could. You could, like you just pointed out. There's so many different ways to do this between the women, between uh, Bloodline, you know. Um, We saw, we saw, I guess Seth now is going to be part of the baby face war games team.
2: Yeah, Seth is in. He was, he was ringside, and and Adam Fierce was not playing. He scolded all, he said, You're all going into war games.
0: Seth, Sammy, Cody, Jay? Yes. So, because I was going to say, in a bloodline thing, you could have had. Seth withdrew
1: in mm. some sort
0: of bloodline match as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, looking back at Crown Jewel, got to show love to Seth and Drew McIntyre who put on a great match.
2: Yeah, they set the tone, man. They set the bar very high for that opener. And and Drew didn't walk away with the championship. I thought I thought that would have been a good. A good time to take the title off of Seth, but super kick into pedigree into curb stomp. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's you make make Drew look strong, man.
0: Yeah, he took a lot to there. He they 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 showed they showed it takes a lot to take out Drew. Um, but yeah, uh, considering what we've had in the past, not a whole lot of uh, drama at crown jewel we had the we had the briefcase get stolen early on from uh sammy stole damien Priest's briefcase yeah and i sort of thought that was going to lead into a story yesterday about the briefcase between sammy and damien <laughs> nope apparently <laughs> it was just not. a thing that happened yeah i guess not did damien have the briefcase back in his hand yesterday Um,
2: I believe he did by the end of the night, but here's an interesting thing though about that briefcase, right? And Damien, I don't know if his days are long for the judgment day. I don't know if he's going to get to the mountaintop with them because his briefcase got stolen and he's right. They didn't give a shit. Like he, they, nobody cared. Like it was, it was his problem. And that's the first time we've seen one of their members have a problem and it not become a problem for the group outside of Rhea because you can't really have have them you know going hands and feet on the women of the roster but Rhea can do that on her own right like but anytime anybody else has an issue it's a judgment day issue but briefcase gets stolen nobody cared yeah that feels like that feels like a you
0: problem bro yeah
2: and how many more you problems is he gonna have before it's just you are no longer with us it's something I'm gonna keep my eye on
0: yeah, so I guess they they did not, they went the exact opposite route of the BBB in AEW. Yeah, yeah. Which somehow it's like seen as reasonable that Jay White could steal the title and just go around with it, and it's like not a problem. <laughs> I, I that I don't understand either. By the way, I mean. Don't get me wrong. I thought the briefcase thing kind of getting stolen is in some ways a stupid impetus, but it could have just led to the conversation of let me challenge you for this briefcase.
2: Right. Which I thought is where it was going to go.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, I, I didn't think it was going to go full Jay White like I'm just taking it and now it's mine. <laughs> but I did think it would make, start a conversation of, of some sort. Let me let me just say that.
2: It is interesting, though, that Sammy had the briefcase for maybe uh, three hours, the length of the pay-per-view, and he got his title shot before Damian Priest, who's had the briefcase since (laughs) Money in the Bank, because Monday night, it's Sammy and Seth, main event for the title. No shenanigans, just like a straight-up work rate, awesome main event match for the title. And Damian Priest, who's been carrying this briefcase, is still,
1: still in line. SG, any other big takeaways from? Well, let's let's
0: spend a moment on LA Knight. How do you think LA Knight lived up to the moment with the Tribal Chief?
2: I think he did well handling himself. I think it was a good showing for LA Knight. Um, I know after these Roman matches, people like to say you know he carried or like he did this because Roman matches definitely have a have a pace, and if you've been watching them, you can see see the formula sort of play out sometimes. Um, but I think LA Knight did, he showed out in that Roman match. He, he had a good showing. And then the end, of course, you know, yes, it was shenanigans again with Roman. He retained the title due to help with the bloodline. But honestly, I think that helped LA Knight, uh, more than it hurt him. Right. Because he got that visual three count. Uh, the title would be in his hands. If Jimmy didn't put Roman's foot on the ropes and Roman needed the full force of the family to keep the title around his waist. I mean, granted, Solo didn't really get down there to do much, but Jimmy, Jimmy did everything he could um, to help out. And if LA Knight loses clean, then that momentum really just get cut off. But he can also he can also say that he should be champion right now, um, if not for Jimmy and Solo, and then see where that goes. Maybe it leads to something with him and Jimmy. Maybe La Knight and Jimmy are added to these war games teams to make it five on five. Who knows? Um, but there's ways
0: you can go. Um, if you had to predict what's going to happen with La Knight next, where do you think on Friday we see the La Knight story going?
2: I think we see the La Knight story. He's not done with the bloodline by any means, but he's not gonna get he's not gonna get to Roman. So I think this La Knight story. Runs right into the solo Sokoa story, who um who also had a strong showing at Crown Jewel. Well,
0: I'll say I, I, we'll, I we'll hate get to sound to
2: that. like I hate to sound like Dip, but the only thing missing with from that was some blood. Because if Cena started coughing up blood, then that makes it the whole thing. Um but he's he spiked Cena to hell. <laughs> and so if LA Knight wants to wants to go back at the bloodline i think we see him running right into solo who was standing in the aisle and had his thumb out and i was wondering like what is he doing in the aisle with his thumb out but i mean it could be a bit of foreshadowing that and there could be a reason why he didn't make it all the way down to to the to get his hands on ellie knight just hopefully because um they're going to be the next to go
0: go head to head um so how did you feel? I, I, let, let me, before I ask, let me give you my thoughts on this one. I, I really, I really really hope that the next thing that happens with John Cena, there's only two options I can accept now for John Cena after that defeat. <laughs> right. It's either the next time we see him, he is a heel, and we finally get what we've all been waiting for for a very long time. Like somehow this was that moment that sends him over the edge, right? Like you've already been losing a lot. Then you lose in this way. By the way, I could even make the argument. It's set up for him if you want. Really? Everything I've done for this company, I'm getting one spike after another in the throat. No one showed up to try to help me out. (laughs) No one. I'm done with all of you. I could see that. Or more likely... But still what I would need, Cena appears, and you know, it almost seems like he is actually retiring. And then someone comes because he just can't win anymore. I, yeah. I've forgotten how to win. I cannot do it. And someone comes out and, and helps convince him. And he literally goes on like a Rocky like run, like starting from the bottom, appearing on TV very regularly. And one win at a time, clawing his way to the top till he eventually either wins or loses a monster match against a Roman or a Cody or something like that. To me, those I are know. the only two those are the only two routes to me. Like the idea that he just goes away now and comes back again and we're supposed to forget about it, or he just comes back and loses again. I'm good. I, I think <laughs> Dip is 100% right about Cena in that way. This whole idea now of like you just lose every time you come. It's ridiculous. It's, a, it's <laughs> beyond. Uh, this one had to be part of a plan. It has to be part of a larger story you're telling. Otherwise, you decided to, we, we anointed him the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. Whenever we say it, the greatest of all time. Uh And all he does is get his ass kicked by everybody. It doesn't make sense. Listen. I'm sorry. Like part of this wrestling thing is the greatest of all time. They don't usually lose every single match. Listen. John's not 80. Okay. He is younger. He is younger than we could go. We could go. I'm sure he's younger than. I think he's younger than Hogan. At WrestleMania 18, he's he's certainly younger than many iterations of Ric Flair who were still a threat. Listen, he's younger than Ric Flair now who wants to have a match now <laughs> and wants to win. Probably want to win. So, like, I'm just not able to accept that this guy who's the greatest of all time and still looks like himself for the most part, like, athletically, he looks physically SGG in the ring. It's not like there's anything he can't do. His style hasn't changed at all. He's John Cena. Like, there's no reason he should never win a match unless we're going to tell a story. Otherwise, SGG, I'm going to be very disappointed if the next time we see John, it's not for like six months, and then he just comes out again, and it's not part of this. That will be disappointing. That I will look back on this loss and be really disappointed. Listen,
2: this. let's not take anything away from Solo, though, right? This win is huge for Solo, and I think of the two options that you presented, option B feels like the more attractive option and the more realistic option. The only thing I would add to that, though, was after being spiked so many times that he pulls the classic Ricky Steamboat move and he can't talk. Like He comes out to cut a promo, and he can't do it. And I would take even weeks of that before somebody finally comes out to help him and like get him back to be in the scene that we know and love. Um, but I just think it's so funny that, you know, we've seen enough was a battle cry for many, many years. And, then, and now we're getting to the, to the point where he is losing. <laughs> fans fans well, it's, cannot it's, well, it's, I, take it.
0: It's, I, I it's would say it's late, I, would say, I was going to say it's gone well beyond it. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, the apologist argument could be, hey, you know, look, they're making you feel exactly what you never thought you would feel. True, but I've been Very feeling true. it for like two years already. Like its its it's been, we've been talking about how Cena doesn't win now for a while. So it it feels like it would be disingenuous to say that's been the long-term story arc. I don't think it has <laughs> been. I think it's just been... And, and I'll even refute your first point. Yeah, it's huge for Solo, I guess. But guess what? It wouldn't have been anything for Solo if he lost either. Like, Solo Solo is the street champ, bruh, and he's brutal, and he basically he's very protected. The Spike is very protected. He's been very protected. He appears super dominant. If he had lost a hard-fought Solo victory, no pun intended, to John Cena... I think it still elevated him from where it was the week before. Except except that Solo,
2: he hails from the Isle of Samoa, a member of the legendary Anawaii family, and then he has to go back and look at his family members knowing that he's the one who didn't beat John Cena. I mean, The Rock did it, Rikishi did it, Umaga did it, Roman did it, and then he's supposed to be the future and the pride of the family, and he can't do it? I don't think that... I mean... Yes, wrestling fans, he won't lose anything in our eyes, but he has to, like, the holidays are coming up. He has to go back to his family as well, so, the so one you're, so who couldn't you're saying, Cena.
0: So you're saying in, in terms of actual real life, yes, it doesn't make sense, but in terms of pretend land, th- we have to honor the people who he's not going to see at the holidays.
2: Yes, listen, my one is firmly in the air. I'm honoring the bloodline, the so, <laughs> solo needed. Yo, I got to tell, I, I, so I'm tell you. So he can stand
0: firmly with the family. I'm going to give you a hard truth right now. I don't think you're ready for it. <laughs> there, there's something sort of going on with the weirdness of adults who are obsessed with, uh, with the bloodline. You guys are interesting. <laughs> I'm paying attention to it. Y'all may not be paying attention to it. And it's What's not just SCG. On? This is not just a picky on SGG thing because you are far from the only one. What's yeah. going on? P? What do you notice it? You guys are like ten-year-olds about the bloodline. It's so crazy, and it's not just you. It's a lot of people. No matter what happens, it's like you really. F- and and again, you haven't. You're not even the worst example of it. I see it everywhere, though. So you mean I? No, nope. there's room for improvement with me. I can be better. Yeah, you could exactly. You could even be more of a ten-year-old on this. Who is like, ne- there's never room for a loss anywhere. They just need to win, no matter what. And I'm like what is going on with you people? Like, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm a big fan, but like, they're not beyond storytelling. I I think that, listen, it, you're right. It is a win to check for solo. It's, that's not a nothing. It's not a nothing burger, but, Yeah, the version that you just told of not going back to his family. Bro, Umaga lost to John Cena mad times, so let's not even have that conversation. (laughs) He did, he did, but he got
2: a win, though. Solo can't
0: not get a win. This could have just been the first one. Maybe they have another one another time. Because, like, look, The Rock
2: lost to John Cena, too, but The Rock got his win first. Roman lost to John Cena, too, but when Roman was in the Shield, he got his win first. So, you know, Solo had to get that first win.
0: Wait, wait, Roman got his first match ever against Cena. He won? Um, Yeah, it was a a six-man, though.
2: It was Cena and, I believe, Ryback and somebody else that I'm forgetting.
0: Against the Shield.
2: Against the Shield. And, listen, that Shield run was dominant. They they ran through everybody. Brothers of Destruction, Team Hell No. Listen, even Evolution went down to the Shield. So there's no shame in John Cena for holding that
0: L. Yeah, no, I think he's going to be okay with it. Um... (laughs) Yeah. I just hope they really do have a, a some sort of plan here. I, I, listen, it's amazing. Never thought I'd see the day when I'd be so committed to wanting to see John Cena win. And in that sense, that's dope. But I really hope we get it. You know what I mean? Like the problem has been, I guess the reason I felt the frustration is I'm like, well, when is he coming back again? Right. Like, are are, are they really going to tell a long term story it seems like he likes to be here you know and by the way I I was sort of fantasy booking with uh Brian Mann about just a little bit about like heel Cena which we're not going to get but do you realize a couple things going on Cena at this age is getting to a place of where it's so hard to keep trotting him out in those t-shirts and hat bro like that (laughs) to me is the biggest problem I see with the Cena character at this point is why, why is he they're hulk hoganing him a little bit he's getting the hogan and even hogan got to develop though cuz he did have the black and white for a while He did, which yeah. gave him a lot more longevity remember they went back to red and yellow as like late nostalgia it was already exciting to go back to it cuz he'd been away from it for so long and even then they had him in like the long tights they, they
2: kept like the nwo look but they transferred on the hulkamania
0: colors right exactly and then and then when we got there they did a new run of the shirts and everything was slightly different but it was kind of exciting because like yo we haven't seen that in a long time Cena's never had the benefit of getting away from the fruity pebbles style look no. and it is a little tough you know like i i really would love if they just pushed the envelope with him in one run, like a little thing to point out that's interesting. John Cena is, and here's the beauty of it. The John Cena character is so formulaic and it's so done the exact same way forever that if you just make slight changes, people would be like, whoa, what the hell's going? If Cena walked through that curtain, dressed in anything but jorts and a bright t-shirt you immediately as a fan would go whoa something's happening here yeah if john cena didn't sprint to the ring even though he's in his mid-40s he's not like 22 and he's always sprinting to the ring if he just came out and sort of walked slowly to the ring you'd go whoa there's something going on here. If he didn't wear the hat, if he shaved his head, if he, there's so many different things you could do to adjust the scene of character SGG, that would be fascinating and mess with everybody's perception. And maybe it doesn't even mean him becoming a heel. Cause maybe that's just never going to happen. And it doesn't make sense for who he is, but SGG, wouldn't you agree that if we don't get a heel Cena, it's fine, but it would be interesting to get a, Full on grown up adult version of John Cena. Yeah, I I do agree.
2: Um, and it would play better as heel Cena. And like you said, those two tweaks are mad simple. Like it doesn't even have to be. He could just do full jeans. He doesn't have to go into like tights, British bulldog wore jeans. Dean Ambrose. <laughs> John Cena can wear jeans.
0: It's fine. Yeah, I mean, although <laughs> although we won't even get into, we won't even get into how badass it would look though if Cena walked out in like a form fitting suit one day.
2: Yeah, no, I was going to say that too. Like Are you crazy? That would be like we whoa. see all the appearances. We see him at the red carpets, the tonight shows. These like he rocks a suit. He owns many suits. Yeah. Cena just shows up in a suit one day, ch- changes the
0: game. And by the way, it could even happen on account of he thinks it's the day he's going to retire. So he decides to wear a suit out. He ends up getting to convince convinced not to retire. But he decides, he looks down, and he's like, but you know what? I'm ready to be this version of John Cena. And then we start getting that look. I mean, listen, we've sold a lot of shirts, guys. we <laughs> yeah. sold a lot of shirts, a lot of hats, a lot of wristbands, a lot of fat heads, a lot of posters, a lot of notebooks, a lot of uh, cereal boxes. And you, he sold everything there is to sell. And I and I would love to just, you know, I, and I got to talk to him a bunch during this run, but I, I I didn't get to this conversation. I'd love to ask him, what do you want? Like, not just what the company wants, because we know you always want to do right by WWE, and it's one of the things everyone admires about you. Like, I, I respect the hell out of a team player. I really do.
2: But. And, and John Cena is a team, the, the people don't even know. <laughs> we were told some John Cena stories of, I think it was maybe a week or two ago. I was like, "Yo, he is a he is a hell of a team player."
0: No, he's the definition. He's he's he's, he,
2: when, he's like not. It 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 tells you why he was the guy for as long as he was the guy because nobody else was even approaching that level of of team player.
0: Yeah, no, he's a different kind of cat. I would just love to know, you know, deep down, what do you want? to do and i'd be super curious to see what that looks like and and listen maybe it's just this maybe he's like i'm good i really don't feel like being something else at this stage of my career i'm comfortable this is where i want to be but also i mean
2: what if what he wants is in line with what the people want right what if he what if he wants to maybe go heal yo what if even that story that you played out It's Cody who convinces him that he still got something. And then Cody is the champion. And then John Cena is like, well, I still got it. Let me turn heel and go after number 17. He gets it off of Cody. Like, there's a, there's, I said it before in the show about a different topic, but I'll say it again. I don't think you're that far off, P. I think, I think these ideas, these seeds that you're planting, uh could grow to be something beautiful and fun for the WWE universe if if they are brave enough to go that route.
0: Yeah, big if, right? Big if. Big if, but we we would we would love to see it. Um curious to see what happens uh on Wednesday with the furthering of the MJF story. Um it was fun. It was fun uh, watching him finally uh, accept some love from the acclaimed. <laughs> yeah. um, that was a fun, yo, man. I I, I really do enjoy the week to week of babyface MJF. It is a it is a good time, um, but they really do have his character like looking twelve different directions right now. Um, what what's next? Uh, full gear. Yes. A week a week from Saturday or Sunday? I'm guessing Sunday
2: because they've been on this Sunday the Sunday because yeah, they because they decided
0: to somehow let WWE: Oh wait, I'm wrong. It's no. November 18th.
2: That's a Saturday. That's a Saturday I wonder how that's going to work with um, collision.
0: But we'll see. Wait, wait, and hold on. I'm confused. So far, they're advertising. <laughs> Yo, they're doing it to MJF again. He's getting two matches on the show. It's a
2: vote of confidence, though. It really. I guess is. you're it's, right. I mean, it's I guess risky, there's... but it is a vote of confidence. Like, think about the guys who have pulled double duty. Um, just throughout the history of wrestling, right? Like Bret Hart was always pulling double duty. I'm not saying that MJF is Bret Hart, but I'm saying that. He's getting that same vote of confidence. I'm, hey,
0: I'll tell you what. He, he's Bret Hart to AEW right now. <laughs> um, Actually, it looks like they're back on their path so far to, to putting together a, a, a good pay-per-view. They so far have MJF and Jay White for the AEW championship. Again, I think it's ridiculous that Max doesn't have the title back um, and that he didn't have the title for that awesome match against Kenny, I think was weird. Then they have MJF and we don't know defending the tag titles in the kickoff show against the guns. Then they have uh Orange Cassidy um versus Moxley. This is dope. Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland. That's going to be a great match. Um Christian Cage With Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne versus Copeland, Darby, and Sting in a trios match, that'll be fun. And then we haven't given probably enough time to how fun this has been. Uh, They have a Timeless Tony Storm's Hollywood Homecoming (laughs) at Full Gear. I have been enjoying um, (laughs) Timeless Tony Storm. It's a very funny use of the Tony Storm of Tony Storm's character. Um, I'm digging. Full
2: Gear is going to be in Hollywood. Hollywood. It's in.
0: It's in Hollywood. So
2: you know, uh, as Hollywood as WrestleMania was, they're both both in Inglewood, but
0: <laughs> right, right, Hollywood, uh, Jay. Yeah, yeah, you would say. Um, all right, guys. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com SGG will do mailbag um, later in the week, but I'd be remiss if we did not do a Shad Gaspard Black Power rankings. Uh,
2: black- and black and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black,
0: y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black and black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm black and black, black, and black, black, I'm black and then black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. All right, SGG. I gotta show love real quick to our guy, uh Big E, who I had yeah. the privilege of seeing last week, um, along with Jonathan Davenport, who's the writer and director and andreas hale friend of the show um they they came by to promote uh bridges their new short film that premiered at the urban world festival over the weekend and uh if you want to watch the interview it's on hot 97's youtube page i did talk to biggie a little about wrestling not too too much but there are a couple things in there that you might want to see but congratulations to those guys you may remember we had them on the podcast man like two years ago yes we did as they were starting this process and now they are pretty far along as the the movie is done and now they're just trying to figure out the next steps to getting it a wide release but i want to uh nominate those three gentlemen
2: listen i second that uh that was going to be my pick because oh, i saw come on saw man them. it's only right it's only right man i saw them in new york city making the rounds um I've heard good things about bridges and and like you pointed out, we had them both on the show at different times to to discuss this project. We urged our listeners to donate we we kicked in some donations to get this project going so it's it's pretty dope to see um something that you've supported get to this stage in it and get all the positive reviews and all the love um I'm looking forward to seeing it and yeah i'm I'm going with you man biggie
0: andreas and and Davenport. Um, those are my picks for the black. Well, boys. I also want to um, uh, I, then then if if we're not going to come up with a second one, I also want to throw uh Swerve Strickland in there because we haven't spent a lot of time on Swerve. Swerve's run the last six months or so. I mean, to watch the level that he's getting to, and that's why this is a a really big moment for him heading into full gear because Swerve is on an incredible upward trajectory um and stoked to see what's next for swerve most recently of course a couple weeks ago he broke into um hangman page's house <laughs> house yeah you know and now has his new move the home invasion <laughs> um swerve though man great character and great entering Super excited to see his development. So shout out to Swerve, Strickland as well. Shouts to yeah. Troy the Goy, who's back. Uh, Dipperstein will be around for Friday. I didn't feel like dealing with him as the Miz, the MIS, this week.
2: <laughs> I feel like he didn't feel like dealing with us either.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. I mean, it's crazy, though, how different he is on Fridays. Like It, it sort of sums up. We need There needs to be some memes made about Tuesday dip and Friday dip, because it really <laughs> yeah. is all of us in some way. Fridays are just so different, bro. Yeah. And he's just he's just such an aggressive example of it cuz when we see him it's like it's hard to describe. It's it's usually 7:30 in the morning for him. But like he just forced himself to get up, but he also is like showered and dressed up for the day already. Oh, he's ready to go. And like he still needs that whole drive to get to work to like get himself close to being in the in the zone. And we get him before that. Tom. right it's not pretty right. guys he's not, not anywhere pretty.
2: near the zone he has he's no. not approaching the zone the zone is a rumor <laughs> Right.
0: he won't right. even listen to me baby come on dip you can do it <laughs> when i bust out the jimmy hart voice there's not it. even a smile come on baby why are you looking at me like that <laughs> Mean Plus, the mouth of the south. For oh. as much
2: as he loves 80s wrestling, this should be that should be the
0: come on, Dip. The I mean, You, you love me, you used to watch me on old VHS cassette tapes, baby, and now you don't got any love for the mouth of the south. What would honky tonk say, baby?
2: <laughs> what would honky tonk say if he saw Dip, you know, Dip's at 730 in the morning on a Tuesday?
0: So, by the way, uh, I also saw that Wale Mania was announced for Thursday april 4th yes so sgg i i i really i gotta figure out what we're doing here i i I, i'm looking i'm trying to look at venues in the area to see if we could run like right before wale mania and just have them go over so people can have the option of doing both right but at the same time just to keep it real I I talked to Kaz and I considered trying to get Cheap Heat to be part of Wale Mania, but SGG, I didn't love the idea of the Cheap Heat because that's been a masked man show thing forever, right? not a Cheap Heat thing, and I don't want people to feel obligated to get the ticket to go to all the stuff if they were really just trying to come see us either. You know what I mean? So they have to pay for a ticket that includes everything when really they were like, well, I was just trying to go to your thing. Then maybe they're going to some other dorky indie show that night. Who knows? Right. I didn't want to put people in a weird spot. So I thought what I could do, I believe their event is door seven, showtime eight. Yeah, it usually is like that. It usually is like that doors
2: is uh, like a little bit before.
0: So I was thinking we could maybe do something doors six, six thirty showtime seven. Someplace that's like a couple blocks away. You know what I mean, and then people can still get over to mania And even if they end up being a half hour late, they still get in there for mania You know what I mean? Because yeah, it's still a, it's, it's. I mean, you got another go. nine hours once you get yeah, there. Don't it's,
2: worry, it's gonna go. It's
0: a, you're gonna you got time. You it's a marathon,
2: got, not a sprint. Don't burn <laughs> out the first half. hour. And we're gonna have a
0: sprint. We're gonna have <laughs> yeah, ourselves no. a nice cheap heat sprint. You're gonna show yeah. up. You're gonna get your <laughs> show we're going to try to put on a nice little show for everyone this time then we'll go hang out matter of fact we'll probably just hang out with y'all at wale mania afterwards you know shake a couple hands we'll see you over at (laughs) wale mania right we could hold court outside of wale mania on our way out on our way over (laughs) so i might need your help though as i look at these venues to see if you can maybe you might have to have you pop by and press some flesh yeah i'll check them i'll be a man on the street um so yeah there's their their event is at franklin Music Hall yes so if any of our philly people have a suggestion or an in for someplace near franklin music hall let me know i looked up i saw a couple different options let's figure something out we want to put something on that's dope anyways rosenbergbeats at gmail.com or talk to us in the discord sug great show stay mage and enjoy
2: yourself pete also ladies and gentlemen at this time i would like Right. Redheart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form Mm